Hey, it's Brian K. Vaughn, and you're listening to Chris's Comics. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 6 of Chris's Comics. This is the second part in our Secret Empire review and discussion. If you haven't listened to part 1, then I suggest you go back and download that one before you listen to this one. Otherwise, Man and JB's ramblings might not make much sense. We'll be diving straight in here with issue 6 of Secret Empire. Issues 0 to 5 are covered in part 1. Oh, and make sure you stick around till the end of the podcast to hear me and JB watch and review the Infinity War trailer, which literally dropped as we were recording the podcast. Okay, enjoy. So yeah, we open up with issue six, um, a little bit of a Cosmic Cube uh, scenario with Red Skull tying up Captain America. Which, again, every time those things appear, they don't make any sense, they don't lead to anything making any sense. You know what, Like looking back at it, I, I, I mean, I like those scenes in it, right? I feel like it probably would have had a bit more impact if we didn't have them at all. And in the end, spoilers for a couple of issues time, the Captain America just turns up and it's like, whoa, where, he's, he's back, where's he been? But we kind of saw it coming. Yeah. You know. And then, and then have that as, as a one shot. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that could have been a one shot. So I, I really like the opening to issue six. Uh, we're in New York, in Manhattan, within the Dark Force Dome, and um, we see, you know, Cloak and Dagger. Dagger is completely exhausted mm. from trying to, you know... Keep the light. Keep the light, and Doctor Strange is there. He's trying to do everything with his magic. We get some more Defenders action. Daredevil looks fantastic in his black suit. Yeah. Really cool. Again, the whole Fisk storyline prepping. Yeah. I liked that. I liked this. Yeah, I, I liked every scene in New York. I, I really thought it was a cool little. But again, dynamic. in the main run, they didn't stay on that. You had to yeah. buy all the fucking yeah. spin-offs, the Defenders spin-off, the Doctor Strange spin-off. We go back to Red Skull in the Cosmic Cube. We get some Nazi action. Uh, he's basically torturing Steve Rogers. He's now dunk, dunked his baseball bat in fire and is yeah. shoving it through his chest pretty brutal uh, I know that was a brutal scene but yeah. then that made me wonder like what what, what version of Steve Rogers is this because the, the, the pure shock of that will kill you well none of this is real this is the thing it's in the cosmic cube it's I know and that's what yeah. made it more fucking annoying to read and like, ooh, and well, then, by this point had you worked out that it wasn't real and he was sort of yeah well I figured it out from the minute I saw him saying I'm just trying I, I think it wasn't from when I'm it was when he had the kind of almost gay experience of two of his best mates appearing and going fishing and laughing together. I was like, right, well, that wouldn't happen. So, we're in Maryland with the champions. You know, we've got Miles Morales talking to Black Widow. 
And here we start to see about Miles' concerns for what could go wrong. Um, have we seen... Is, is there been a premonition or something? Because I seem to remember him... Was this in Civil War 2? It was, wasn't it? Where he was going to... He thought he was going to kill Captain America. That was in Civil War 2, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was in Civil War 2. Because the, so that's not going that, to do um, with this. That's, no, no, so what happens is, in Civil War 2, uh, the whole thing centres around a character that can predict, seems to be able to predict when an event's going to happen, be it bad or good. And one of the things that's predicted is Miles Morales kills Captain oh, America. Yeah. But they don't know under what context or yeah. why. And he's been dealing with it. So Miles Morales is following Black Widow because Black Widow keeps saying she'll be the one who kills him. Yeah. And he's going, well, what's the point in you having to go through that when I'm the one who does it anyway? So just of let course, me yeah. fucking do it. Well, yeah, that's what confused me because um, obviously this is carrying on from Civil War 2 where um, what was that character's name that could predict the future or see visions of the future? I didn't I didn't read Civil um, War. I just knew the storyline. I didn't read... U- Ulysses, was that, that was, his name? That would make sense. Um, so, yeah, he basically um, predicted or saw a vision that you know Miles Morales is going to be the one that kills Captain America. And obviously Miles is, you know, um, struggling to, to deal with this and does he believe it? Is, it? is it going to happen? And so he's worried that if he's involved in this, he is going to kill Cap. You know, and we'll see later on how that you know develops. Um, so then we move on to Odinson, and and we can see here that he has a conscience. He's not being controlled by yeah. Scarlet Witch, and he says, "Forgive me" before he um, plows into the side of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're basically attacking the underground. We get a bit of a Quicksilver and a shitty fast forward jumpsuit. And now we get uh, Steve Rogers talking to to Banner. Banner. And Banner's like, you're fucking Hydra now? How long have I been dead? Like He's just like, what is happening? So we we discover that he's brought him back from the dead, but it can only last for so long. Like He only has a time limit on being alive. Such a comic book thing, that. Yeah. (laughs) We need this character, but you killed him. Can I get him back? But he needs to stay dead, doesn't he, for you? Can we just, like... And he's alive for... It's like, it's like on... Um, I'm playing Lego Dimensions at the moment. And you know you have to buy the little figures so you can play them. Yeah. Well, there's an option on parts of the game where you, you need to get through a certain bit with a certain character. Mm. And if you don't have the character, you can hire a hero for like 10,000 credits, but you only get them for like 10 minutes and then they just go. So you do what you got to do with them and they just go. Right. So it's like a similar thing. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, we get Mockingbird, and at this point I'm like, yeah, she's the traitor, but as it develops, you, you realise that she's not. No. Um, <laughs> no. No. I'm going to put this off. So we go back to Steve Rogers chatting to the Hulk. Um, well, not the Hulk. Oh, fuck's sake. Annabelle. I'm having a podcast here. I'm putting her on. Hello? Hi. 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 You're on uh, Chris's Comics. Welcome. <laughs> that's that's the intro. That's what I'm using. Oh, that's amazing! What's yeah. Chris's comment? Are you recording stuff? I'm recording stuff, and you're on it right now. You're on speakerphone. Say hello to the listeners. Hello, listeners. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying the show. <laughs> say say hello, listeners. You're listening to Chris's comics. Hello, listeners. You're listening to Chris's comics. <laughs> 
<laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, I... Uh, that JB in the background? Yes. Hi, JB. Hello. Oh, I yeah, I missed your call yesterday, so I can't catch up with you now. Oh, mind. well, it's not a great time. <laughs> um, I was just going to ask you Bye. what to get Dad for Christmas, to be honest. I'll, uh, I'm going to have to go because I'm still recording. Okay. Bye. 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 That fucking ringtone. While you were doing that, I totally forgot um, how I had said at the start of this that there was that underlying theme of no hope and they were lost. And fucking, this is a great example of it. The Hulk smashes in. I'm ready for. I'm ready for everything to go absolutely tits up for for them, um, and it just starts getting boring because even though there's this big scene of the Hulk smashing in and Thor coming in, and it goes, this is a story of how we fell, the moment we were broken, we saw in ourselves. We saw everything we'd done to cause it. It was like that all the fucking way through the fucking... You know what? Now have we lost our way? I remember the Hulk turning up, but I don't really remember much happening with him. So that in itself means that that must have been quite forgettable. For the Hulk to turn up and for that to be Steve Rogers' trump card. And I'm going, yeah, but we have a Hulk. Yeah. You know? But what I liked about this was Raz. Now Raz, I, we, I, I got the issue Raz first appears in Ant Man, and he's a bit of a joke character. But I was there when he went against the fake Avengers, yeah, the robot ones. So when these appeared, I was like, "Fuck yeah, the <laughs> the robot Avengers! They were fucking awesome. What a good idea!" And to have them be who he battles against. Um. You had they tried to reuse the fucking Civil War woman panel. Yeah, the but, fight scene. Yeah, but it's kind of a bit like slapdash, just throwing it was good. <laughs> um and then Yeah, everything just goes tits up. Everyone as far as Black Widow and everyone else is concerned, everyone's dead. So we move on to issue seven. Speaking of Black Widow, she's on the cover. She looks great. She's holding a, a sniper rifle, and she has Captain America and Miles Morales in her sights. And it got that got me thinking back to um, Civil War One. The at the again spoilers um, of Captain America being snipered by um, oh fuck, what's his name? He was in, he was in Civil War. Um, Crossbones. Crossbones, yeah. Yeah, he's in Civil War at the end. He's got him in his sights and his sniper vision. So that was that was quite cool that it was actually reverting. But it was harkening back to previous stories a bit. So we open issue seven. We're back with... Uh, we're sticking with like a few different artists in this again. Nick Spence, obviously, writing throughout. So we open in space, the Alpha Flight Station. Which, by the way... They really... That's quite a big part. There's people in space. They're apparently getting attacked all the time. And I didn't feel like we touched on them at all. And again, no, I had to pick up on side, side issues to get that. Yeah, that was covered in side issues. I do feel like it could have been covered a little bit more in the main title, but we're getting it here. Yeah. 
in issue seven. Better late than never. This part it reminded me a lot of Battlestar Galactica, um, where they are attacked by the Cylons every now and again, mm. and then they have a period where they have to recover and they get that little breather and they're like, oh right, we can you know dress our wounds and make some more battle plans and you know we'll be ready for the next wave of attack. And that was what was happening here. Um, we get a shitload of dialogue. Carol is talking to... Uh, is it Quasar? Who is it? Quasar. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like in a coma or something. She, she took an arrow to the knee in like the in issue one. <laughs> and that caused her to be in a coma. Yeah. No, she just took a really bad... Which... It, this, she took a really bad hit in issue one and... Yeah, went into a coma. But the way I read it, um, in that, it was just, it was just, she just got into battle. It, 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 Captain America didn't plan specifically to take her out. It just happened. And then it seems to ride around that if she wakes up, she can fucking reverse everything. So that kind of went against the Captain America, the strategist. Yeah, the per- once that's happened on purpose. I think you completely overlook Quasar, because I think most people do. You know, I'm guilty in, in it myself. I didn't realize how powerful she was. I didn't even know what power she had. You know, you so even spell a she, fucking name. <laughs> she was the the trump card. You know, he had a Hulk. Well, you know, we've had a quasar. Had a quasar. So we we move on and we're back in the in the cosmic cube. Um, Steve Rogers is taking one hell of a beating from Red Skull. Um, but I like this because it was you know representing the internal conflict between you know Steve trying to get out of out of the cube essentially um, and you know be good again if that makes any sense yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a metaphor and I quite like the way that it was handled well do you do you really like the well you liked it at the time but can you see why I didn't like the way it was being handled I can see why you didn't like it but I I, I, I did okay <laughs> okay we all agree yeah. to disagree on that one I mean for example I think that the difference in the way that we read this, I read it month to month, you read it in a binge. I think I can understand how that could be quite grating and a bit jarring as you're reading it. Yeah, all right. I'll get the, yeah, yeah, that's a very fair that's very fair to say actually. Because Rather than you you sat and marinated in that comic and thought I, about I, wait, I waited a month yeah. and then picked up the next one and then I was like, okay, this is the story moving along and then I'm like Oh shit! Yeah, what's going on in the cosmic cube? Oh right, this is going on. He's so still, maybe, maybe you know, but that's that's. I feel like this was a really good series to read monthly as it came out as an event book. Mm. Probably not as good to read as a trade. As a trade, as but it's not weird how to do that. Like, yeah, it's you... usually the opposite way, isn't it? Yeah, and isn't it funny how you could do that with like this? It's the same with some TV series. Like, have you ever had it like? got a TV series on DVD or found on Netflix that you used to watch week by week and then when you binged it you, you actually struggled to binge it even though you liked it you yeah. like get to after three episodes like I'm fucking I'm almost sick of this but it used to be you used to wait every week for it and yeah. you wanted it on right then it's funny how that <laughs> yeah. works I'm re-watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer at the moment it's a similar thing what are you, what are you struggling to binge it yeah I obviously I watched it when it came out on the telly every week after school you know sit there eat your tea little little tiny telly there'd be Buffy the Vampire Slayer coming on after Fresh Prince or whatever it was because you'd need time to miss it and to yeah. appreciate it and the way they wrote the story 
they would write it yeah, knowing that they wouldn't have to have this consistency and this mm. follow up so it, it, yeah it is weird yeah so um, we're back into the real world uh, we're outside um, the White House I think that is um, no everyone does that that's the Justice yeah. Building it's called the Justice Building it's the American Justice Building that's where they have all the, the senators that's where they make decisions there's a Hydra flag and it's kind of half demolished it's been obviously battle damaged it's pretty cool looking seeing all the Hydra agents of are they called Hydra agents? I keep calling them that. The, the no, they are. Dudes. They are the yeah. Hydra, Hydra agents. Hydra soldiers. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Can I point out before anyone, I was one at the Justice Building destroyed. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, of course. Yeah. That's what Bad Brains fucking... JB just got his Bad Brains tattoo out, which is quite funny because I have the logo. I know, me and you arm. make the complete the album. Place. How weird is that? Yeah. I always think that... But people must think like you, you <laughs> guys like, are fucking <laughs> it's like his and, his and hers punk tattoo <laughs> you guys are too close <laughs> if, if you listeners aren't following what we're talking about like go and look at the Bad Brains cover to uh, what, what what's it it's, it's, it's just, just got Bad Brains yeah. it's just self-titled Bad Brains from like I think it's 1980 ooh 1987 1984 um, and it's just simply a logo of the, of the lightning hitting the Justice Building and underneath it says bad brains and in the exact same part on our arms which we never spoke about this we just met and I've got the the, the building being destroyed and he's got the bad brains logo <laughs> so yeah. if you were to mould our arms together it would make the album it's <laughs> fucking weird it's weird that but anyway back to, back on topic to comics <laughs> we get uh, Black Widow um, who's looking very much like Scarlett Johansson in that panel let's have a look yeah, and then we skip to the other artist, and she looks nothing like the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was why, why, why do they right. skip from in that it's part? It's the same page. Well, not the same page. It's on on opposite pages. You've got two different artists. I know it says earlier. In fact, three different artists. Mate, it's horrible. Yeah, that doesn't look right. I hated it. Mm. I hated that. It was like patchwork. So Miles is uh, thinking back again to. You know his his uh, so-called predicted future, where he kills Captain America, and you see a little flash forward um, to him holding Captain America dead, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know about this Black Widow. You know, I don't want to kill Cap, uh, but you know, I'm coming along with you anyway." And she's like, "You know what? Fuck it. You know, I'm locking you in the van." Yeah. And she, and she locks him in there. And she's like, "It's not going to happen because I'm locking you in," and he's like, "Oh shit." Um, I like this next bit this is really Doctor Who kind of stuff this next bit so he's locked in the fucking van and he decides he wants to get out of the van he can't figure out how to get out of it because it's like it's like code locked it's a secret agent's van it's made to hold superheroes like him and he then goes well hold on if there's a code to get out and my future is determined that I go out there and I kill Captain America logically Whatever code I put in here will let me out. That must be it. And then all you see is he gets out the van. I fucking love that. That was so clever. That was can real I, Doctor Who time travel shit. Can I just uh, rewind a little bit? Yeah. You, you, I'll, I'll get. I'll want, turn, turn Quicksilver upside down. Rewind. <laughs> might want to edit that out because that's not what happened. It is. It's not. He. Um, I've skipped he, a page. He starts a fire and then it opens up. No, 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 no. Read. 
He starts a fire, but the fire doesn't work. And he realises he's trapped in a van with a fire. And he realises, shit, I'm going to die in this van. But my future isn't to die in this van. My future is to go and kill Captain America. It says, um, door access request received. Voice passcode required. Yeah. And he realised, well, if I... I you don't look, read it. Which means if I did get it right, which means any computer I make... Hey, computer, and they get... Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's. I love that. I, I, you know what? I, I miss that completely. I just saw him start the fire, the door's opening, and I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, the, the, let it be known to never get trapped anywhere with Chris Wingfield <laughs> because he thinks the way to get out is just to light a fire in there. In our van, light a fire. Chris, we're stuck in this elevator. Don't worry, I'm going to light a fire. Fucking <laughs> 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 So, we get Mosaic... And Mosaic um, f- fucks up everything. It's pretty cool. You get the scene with Black Widow. It's pretty brutal. She's infiltrating. It's pretty cool, like um, you know Netflix sort of style fighting. Nice little panel work there. Again, we get the. Uh, that was the scene. That was what I mentioned before. Yeah. Punisher versus Black Widow, which is a Punisher, cool scene. Yeah. I knew Punisher was going to lose because I just thought Black Widow is, is much more consistent than he is. He's just brute force. But I liked that. And it was nice to see them two finally have a face-off. Because really, they're very like Really cool-looking double-page spread, this. Because, again, it's um, like the 5x5 five five panelling. But as JB explained earlier, you, part of it is making up a big the big picture. On both pages, and then parts of that are close-cut scenes to them fighting, and then there's even little tiny panels into splice yeah. in between them so to emphasise the impact of the stabbings um, and the yeah, really cool. And again, the red washed all over. And them. then when you turn it over, that the, ah yeah, the, and the giant spider there, giant spider, and you get. She's put two fucking giant swords through the Punisher's legs. Through his thighs. Through his thighs. And he just falls through the ground on his knees. And, and I, it only made me realise, seeing that panel, I was like, oh, how kind of appropriate it was when I only... Before, in, like, a much earlier one, when Miles Morales follows Black Widow, she walks into the room and she goes, that's the problem with these old buildings, crawling with spiders. And I was like, oh, funny, that's a, a shout at Miles Morales. She was referring to herself as well. She's Black Widow. Well, we get the two spiders together, don't yeah, we? Yeah, I have, that hadn't even and crossed my fucking two mind. Two and two together. Yeah, till I saw that panel. I was like, oh, she's a spider as well. You know what? I only put two and two together last night. Go I was on. listening to a podcast about Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Yeah. Hedgehogs are dead slow. Shut up. And, and Sonic's So fast. are you by the sounds of it. How the fuck did you not put up? <laughs> Sonic the... That's the point. He was the I'm fastest not... hedgehog. It didn't make... It's really funny, isn't it? How... how... Really? <laughs> You've really only just got that? Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? That's some of... Um, you know Tom and Jerry? You know the fun, funny thing about that? Jerry's a mouse and he, he wins, but in real life, they normally... The mouse loses. <laughs> anyway. Fuck me. Going back to the comic. <laughs> So, Miles gets out, he confronts Captain America, and you're like, oh shit, what's going to go on here? Black Widow spots this from afar, and she's like, right, fuck this, I'm not going to let Spider-Man kill Captain America, he's not a killer, he's only a kid, I'm not letting his life be completely ruined by this decision. So she steps in between Captain America and Miles Morales fighting, and Cap 
accidentally and tragically twats her on the neck with his shield. See, you say accidentally, just... but I read it. I read it that no. there was purpose in it. Look at his face there. That's shock. As I he know, does but it. there's no real remorse. Well, no, because he's had your cat. But we see it. We see the death scene. You know, Black Widow dies, and it's beautifully done. Um, and we see all the little panels of all the heroes in shock as well as they watch it happen. And Morales has a fucking freak out. Miles is screaming no. Um, it's just it's that was a real shock. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming I didn't because have it I thought for me. she's gonna run through, distract, and Morales will see her get distracted. Um, because he's distracted, Cap will knock him down, and then hit, Cap will turn around and take her widow. On this page, right now, before we turn over, on this page, I'm under the impression now, this is why Miles kills Cap. I didn't think he was going to until that happened, and I was like, oh, it's going to happen now. And I was like, but, how? but I can see other issues. So I'm like, how does Miles kill Cap? Yeah, so Miles just freaks out and beats the shit out of Captain America. And you're like, whoa. Like, you know, I, I kind of forget sometimes how powerful Spider-Man is. You know, because he holds back, and Cap, Cap, Captain Cap America's big thing is he's a strategist. However, if he's just put in a position quite quickly, he's he's useless. He can't. He can't. He's just in the middle of nowhere. He's got nothing to defend him. So he beats the shit out of Captain yeah. America, and he's like he's on the floor. He's he's holding him on the floor, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then you get um, wasps saying, "Spider-Man, don't do it." You know. Um, and she convinces Spider-Man not to kill Cap, and he he says, "I'm not a killer. Um, I'm a lover, not a fighter." <laughs> you either, man. So then we move on to but scene. He gets. Does he get captured at this point? Because yeah. He doesn't, oh, he, yeah. Sorry. He doesn't make the skip past that. Yeah. yeah. He gets captured by Hydra. They're under arrest, as are the champions. So uh, we now see a, a broken and bloodied Cap. He's uh, recovering from his fight with Spider-Man. He's talking to Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter's still not on board with this whole thing. No. She attempts to kill Cap and fails. She then obviously gets captured. Back in the cube again. Some more uh, Red Skull action. But this time, Cap is fighting back. And he fucks up Red Skull. And they both fall into the water off a cliff. Yeah, which I, I just still had no idea what was going on during this, so I kind of like... So, yeah. we, we flash back into the real world, and obviously Clint is distraught with the death of his best friend, Black Widow. Um, we get some emotional scenes of everybody reacting to Black Widow's death. Really beautifully done, wonderfully illustrated, awesome panel work, you know, goes without saying. And just when we think that all hope is lost, we get the last splash page, and it's Falcon, Captain America. Yeah. And it just says, we need Captain America. And you're just like, yeah, like th- this is going to go down now. Falcon Cap's going to save the day. So we move on to another little spin-off, X-Men Blue. Now, I don't know why you wanted me to read this. Issue 8. Because um, I read uh, this, and by the end of it, I was like, I don't get why I read this. Just because it was a tie-in. I just wanted you to read okay. what I've read within Secret Empire. But yeah, the X-Men keep out of Secret Empire. 
Um, just like we kept out of civil war. Yeah, as you said, the hippies. You know, <laughs> they're like, how does this? How does this affect us as a community? I, I mean, I I read as much X Men as I can, so obviously, you know, I pick this up. I I'm a big fan of Emma Frost. I love that cover. Giant tits. Love it. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm one of those guys. <laughs> to be fair, they say that the, the like one of the points of Emma Frost is she dresses like that because she's just a, a manipulator. Oh yeah, she could manipulate me. All she manipulates she everyone, and she especially men. And it's the same way Poison Ivy she dresses is, like yeah, that. Absolutely. She, it's not a case of. It's not a case. Yeah, she's probably been drawn by a man there, but the idea is that throughout the comics, she rules all the men because they're just like fucking idiots around her but she's really manipulative in this and so it's written by Cullen Bunn artists uh, Corey Smith and Joey Vasquez um, <laughs> what was that? Joey what? Vasquez uh, you know I'm shit with pronouncing these <laughs> okay so it's been a while since I've read this but this one I can I can remember this so it oh, starts right. with Jean Grey and, and someone and Jim, um, Jimmy Hudson that's Wolverine's son from another dimension that's what I hate about the X-Men. <laughs> that's exactly what... I just, I was like, who's that? I was like, is that... Right, I think that's Wolverine's son. But Wolverine's son had a different name and looked different than that. He's from a different fucking dimension. Yeah. Why is he in... Why? No, don't even answer that. It's X-Men. That's what the X-Men do. Hate them. They bring different versions of characters from different universes. So... Different time streams. <laughs> I love it. I, I love all that. But that's just me. So, obviously... You probably gather that JB is not a fan of X Men or X Men comics, <laughs> so this was probably a bit of a drag for him. Pardon yeah. you. <laughs> no, don't pardon me at all. That's what I thought. <laughs> so yeah, in this, so Cyclops is with with um, Emma Frost on Utopia. It's the capital of New Tian, um, and they're like I said, they're keeping out the whole secret empire thing because they've been Cap, given New Tian. They've been yeah, given that, haven't they? Cap has sort of said, right, we don't want any trouble from you guys because to be honest, the X Men could really fuck things up. They could be a spanner in the works. So he's trying to keep them, you know, keep them... Gravy. Yeah, keep them gravy. But Cyclops ain't cool with this. There's a few that ain't cool with it. No, Iceman ain't cool with it. (laughs) (laughs) Beast ain't cool with it. Angel ain't cool with it. Well, Beast ain't... That Beast ain't cool with it. Oh, well, that's a different Beast. I know! This is what I hate! (laughs) This is what some fuck... Why are the breeds of Beast? So just... I just need to explain... Okay, okay. What's going on with the X-Men. So... Our beast in the current time um, has brought back the original X Men from like you know the nineteen seventies, sixties, whatever. Yeah. So he's brought them into the future, including his own self. So now we have younger X Men in our time stream. So that's what that is. Um, oh, simple as that. Great. Brilliant. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. <laughs> so. It's just an excuse for them to have loads of different X-Men books, to be honest. You know, we've got X-Men Blue, X-Men Gold, Uncanny X-Men, actually there's no Uncanny, Astonishing X-Men, you know, that's just what X-Men do. (laughs) So anyway, we get Havoc talking to uh, Briar in the bedroom about Magneto, Um, and then we we see Magneto with Ferris in Vietnam, in the mountains for some reason can't remember why he's there. I think he's in hiding for some reason. He's in hiding, but it sounds like he's in charge of the X-Men. Oh yeah, he's in charge with uh, he's in charge of the X-Men Blue, the younger X-Men team. Again, very hard for me to understand why Magneto was in charge now, as he was always the villain. 
Yeah, t- to be fair, I-, I understand what you're saying because it really doesn't tie in with Secret Empire at all. It's just an X-Men book. It's an X-Men book that's um, happening in the world where Secret Empire is happening. Yeah. Um, and it was just really fucking annoying. But the one reason maybe I would say that you got me to read this is this is where the X-Men fell. Like, the whole idea is that Emma Frost is ho- keeping the um, new ta- new Tian uh, in order. Any X-Men who don't like it, she's kind of, like, making, manipulating them so that they they do keep it. And that works for Captain America because he's got no trouble from them. But this is where the X-Men fight back and go, no, we're not happy. It, it falls. And from this book onwards, yeah, there's issues now because the X-Men begins to get involved. And he's like, say, what? I gave you new TM, bitches. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we didn't want you TM, bitch. So, so we, we move on to Secret Empire issue 8. Still got Nick Spencer writing it. And we get those three artists on it as well. This is where it kind of... Like you say, the issue for me that I had with this was that it dragged and that the three artists on the book didn't quite gel at times. Mm. I understand that you need a different artist for the Kobic cube scenes... Um, because that's a different. But we even said because of that as a one shot, possibly. I mean, I I think you're being a bit harsh on that. I I I thought it was needed to show where he was. Otherwise, I don't know. If anyone agrees with me, leave comments on Chris's comics comments. <laughs> that was a bit of a tongue twister. We also just began that sentence. I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to finish this. So we're in New York again to the Dark Force Dome shit's still going down but we have the beacon of hope appearing on a giant screen it's Captain Falcon that's what I'm calling him now (laughs) (laughs) Captain Falcon he's a hero (laughs) well that's the decision he's made now isn't it he is a hero yeah and then obviously Carol sees this in space and she's like tearing up she's fucking stoked about this she's like yeah we're going to be able to turn the tide now we've got Falcon He's got this vision. Uh, Tony's telling him that he needs to collect all the pieces to restore the cube and bring real cat back. This is a big issue again, by the way. A big, big old thick issue. It was a with a five dollar book. I think most of them were. Mm, but that was again. That's a special. I think one of. The, I think the final issue might have been six dollars, and I was like, "You fucking cunts!" <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm gonna buy it now. Uh, so we get a bit of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, interacting with Carol. I like that interaction because Rocket's so Rocket in this. And Groot is looking adorable. Baby Groot's out on Rocket's shoulder. They've nicked an explosion that would make apparently Galactus like yeah. shit himself. Rocket's but he's so like, Rocket. don't tell, don't tell Galactus. By the way. <laughs> so we jump back again to New York. We have um, Doctor Strange. Um, he's he's trying to he's he's going to do something. Um, I've forgotten that. So Doctor Strange has to meet with some people um, to agree. Just some people loosely. They're like giant green monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With spectacles. Who apparently will know how to break the Dark Force. But they say that the Dark Force isn't affecting them. However, if he gives them his Sanctum Sanctorum. Oh, that's right. They'll let him have it. And he's like, you fucking sons of bitches. Yeah. And you know what? Art imitates life. That's what they were like with you. Oh, you want the last issue? Give us six dollars. <laughs> You're like, fuck you, but I've got to do it. So we get Captain Falcon. He's fucking shit up. He's nice just, panel on the next page. He's coming back with vengeance there. But but he come back to vengeance, but all is not as it seems. He gets shot down. 
Now, may I point out, I bet you any money I'm going to come over. So. Oh, hang on. To yeah, see it crush to so see quickly. To see it crush so quickly. One hope still alive in our hearts. Imagine how it, it felt. felt when it was crushed so, so briefly. Our silence broke again. Um, what it, else could we do? Being punished for. It fe- felt like a cruel joke. It was. It was. We're losing hope. Yeah, it's losing hope, on. and that was it. It was over. It was. It's just so much of that throughout the whole fucking series. But this was the fu- only but time it goes. Hold on. It looked great. Like the art in this was fantastic. You know, everyone's uh, freaking out because Sam's been shot down. He had a piece of the cosmic cube. Um, so things are looking a bit grim now. But then again, we get a big reveal. Quasar's back. So Carol's like, yeah. Go for it, Quasar. Go for it. So Quasar goes for it. Cap gets back up again because he sticks the cosmic cube in his chest or something, doesn't he? What? Hang on a minute. What, Cap Falcon? Yeah, sorry, Falcon. No, so Falcon falls. Falcon is falling. Mm. Um, And they're all fighting back, but they're doing it on the premise that um, Falcon's got the... Got this shard, but they don't know that he's um, he's been shot and he's falling down now, and it's actually not looking good. He's sinking to the bottom of the ocean, and that they're trying to fight back, but they can't fight back really because they need Falcon to give them that to give them that final push. Yeah, do you want to wrap up this issue? Because you've got a better idea of how this ends. Yeah, I can't remember this one. See, so like they don't know that this is happening. Doctor Strange is finally fighting back. And he's, and he's going to break the dark force. Um, Quasar is trying to fight back. Um, and they use that giant explosion um, on the shield, but it doesn't work. Um, no, sorry, Quasar hasn't come back. They use a giant explosion on the shield. It doesn't work. And then, all of a sudden, Quasar is back up and is like, yep, yeah, I can do it. Um, and at the same time, yeah, you're right, Cat Falcon comes back up but why does he come back why does he come back up I thought he puts the cube in his chest and it no honestly mate I know why you think that because the panel shows it looks like he does it looks like him maybe it's covered in the next issue <laughs> um... it, you know what it doesn't fucking say it doesn't it, it must be the next issue hold on See now, this is again. This is a problem I had because if that if that that's not clear at all. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out why. But anyway, the point is, yeah, yeah. Cap, Cap comes back up. They um, they break through the shield. Um, all the ultimates come down. Um, the dark force is gone. Um, the Hydra. Those eggs have been destroyed, so the Chitauri have no reason to come now to get it or something like that to get them and now all the heroes are coming and finally Namor appears going what up bitches and brings along with him Bucky the Winter Soldier and then it finishes finally on this stupid fucking Kobic cube Kobic cube but then Kobic appears yeah Kobic appears and and, and I'm the same I feel exactly like he does there Steve at the end Steve at the end going Kobic yeah, Kobik, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I have no fucking clue. But this ends on a high. 
uh, things are looking hopeful now. Yeah, things Look, are looking hopeful. It, and then we have a little spin-off into X-Men Blue, issue 9. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just because I wanted to buy X-Men Blue. Um, so it kind of picks up where we left off from the last issue. Um, just more X-Men shit, really, that doesn't really matter in Secret Empire. And I don't know Yeah, that had is. even less to do with <laughs> anything you, you'd show yeah, me. Yeah, like, actually looking back, I'm sure there's little bits of dialogue that refer to what's going on with Secret Empire, but this is just a story within itself. At the end of the day, it's just the X-Men title running as normally. Yeah, it just um, didn't seem to, I mean, to I, do anything I love it. for I, me. I love the art in it. Uh, Magneto looks pretty cool at the end. Oh, here we go. This is the time, the last page. Magneto with Captain America. Um, and he and Captain America saying... He's looking very pretty, actually, there. He looks very young. <laughs> he does, actually. I'll give you that. <laughs> Captain America's like, yo, you know, I gave you this. You know, you were meant to stay out of it. You poke your nose in, and now I'm going to have to fuck you up. And then Magneto's like, yeah, whatever. I'm fucking Magneto. I can fuck you up. Miss mm. Sinister turns up with Bastion. And then it, that's continued in the next X-Men book. So, you know, it's very loosely tied in. So loose. Like, I, again, I, I wasn't really sure why you wanted me to read that at all. Just because it was a tie-in that I bought, but whatever. Let's move on. Se- yeah, let's Secret please Empire just issue move nine. on. Uh, same creative team. Uh, pretty awesome cover. We've got Baron Zemo facing off against the Winter Soldier with Black Panther on the floor. On the floor. <laughs> Love these covers. It's all snowy and stuff. Is that snowy? But the dog from Tintin. It's nice, that. Yeah, yeah. It's trying to be like ice. Cold. Ice, ice baby. Um, 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 okay, so we open in the Cosmic Cube. Is it not Cosmic? Is it called the Cosmic Cube? Cobic. The Cosmic Cube. We open in the Cube. Reality. Yeah. Weird thing. Um, Which, Steve, to the unknown eye, we don't know is the fucking Cube reality. It's still fucking weird. Yeah, if you picked up Issue United Secret Empire, you would not know what the fuck is going on. If you just didn't read any of the others. So he meets uh, little Kovic and she's crying and he's like, uh, what's up? And and she's like, well, I, I tried to fix everything so that, you know, it was better, but it, I've just fucked it up even worse. It's like when you have an argument with your girlfriend. <laughs> you try and make it better, but you just make it worse. But what I don't understand is, so now, so did she, did she? Ha- she rewrote Steve Rogers' reality uh, history. But how did she think that getting the Nazis to uh, win the war was going to be... I, I don't know. It's fucking retarded. But she thought that she was doing... Uh, the sentient cube, you know, she thought that she was doing the right, right thing. Right, about, right, right. Because obviously it was... Uh, shit was going down. So anyway, shit's going down in Washington, D.C. Uh, we get Hydra destroying more shit. Hydra Cap looks pretty chuffed with himself. Then Emma Frost turns up at the Hellfire Club. Um, and says, so Mutian isn't working. Yeah, so that's the little time with the X-Men. And then we get a lovely splash page. That all, is a nice page, actually. All the double, play, double page splash with all the heroes, all the defenders, Guardians, you know, Carol Danvers, they're all fighting. Hydra looks awesome. Love that. Um... Spider-Man turns up. The amazing Spider-Man, Peter Parker. He finally shows up. I think it's the first time we see him, actually. 
Yeah. And yeah. he's like, first thing he says is, hey guys, what did I miss? Yeah, I don't know what... No, I don't know what well... <laughs> has he been in the alternate Spider-Man universe or something? Or it was, he, Possibly. I, I wasn't reading uh, The Amazing Spider-Man at the time, so I don't know where the fuck he was. Um, well, he can't have been in Spider-Man because Miles was there. Oh, fucking knows. <laughs> Red Hulk's there. Um, Thunderbolt Ross. And he's he's actually got his moustache. Yeah, I thought that was he's weird. He's wearing glasses still as well, which is quite cool. Because that's what it, the big question's always been with Thunderbolt Ross. When he turns into Red Hulk, where does his moustache go? <laughs> but he's got it there. I like that. It's cool love. And so we get Odinson leading the charge against them. So this is the big revolution now. Yeah. Fight back against Hydra. Emma Frost is uh, turning. Up. She's turned up with Magneto. Magneto is fucking shit up, as I said. So that's that's probably why I said read that because it leads on to this. Otherwise, you'd be like. Where they came from. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose, but um, still loose as fuck. So yeah, the X-Men, um, they've turned up and they've, they're trying to fuck shit up with Hydra Cap. Um, more defenders fights. Lots of lots of fighting in this. Quite a visual issue. I like it. And and Thor's just like, no more. No, no sorry, Thor. Well, yeah, Thor, Thor. Odinson. Yeah, Odinson decides to say no anymore. That's, that's the bit where he said, look, fucking um, Taskmaster and Black Ant are bitches. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was funny, that. Taskmaster was like, uh, I think we should switch sides, guys. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, but, well, they let the champions go, don't they? And they're just like, you know what? Shit's going south. Let's join the right side now. Devil Dinosaur turns up. Champions turn up. And Viv Vision, uh, she's her father, and she's just like, come on, Dad, you know. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. So she tries to snap him out of it. Thor tries to snap Scarlet Witch out of it. She then, obviously, um, she turns back into Jane Foster, the cancer-ridden Jane Foster. Um, And has to be taken away, because she needs to be with Mjolnir. Mjolnir. I can never see that, say that. Mjolnir. <laughs> Mjolnir. <laughs> so uh, Doctor Strange is uh, trying to help Scarlet Witch turn back good. So Black Panther's been captured at this point. Baron Zemo's walking him through. But then... And uh, Bucky turns up there. Yeah, and it turns out he's a... It's a trap! He rescues him. Yeah, it's a trap. And Karen Carter, she's fighting back now. Tad's turning well and truly. We jump back into the cube, having a little discussion with little kid Kobeck, um, little montage about the history, and we get a bit of explanation about what's happened here, which I feel like that's why I kind of like that part of it. You know, did you did you like? Did Let you... me have a look because I don't remember it clearing up anything. Really, yeah. I, I, found... I I just I, I wrap this up and then I pass it to JB. Right. But yeah, at the end we we think we're we're getting to the good good stuff and that the heroes are going to win, and then Cap turns up and his Hydra Captain America armor. That's the last splash page, and then it says to be concluded. And it says like it, it, I Iron, lo- I love the way that looks. Is is Hydra Cap armor? It's like it's Iron so Man cool. armor, but with Hydra out. Um, um, so yeah, just addressing that part. It's on the next page. Have a look. So she's like, somehow I have to find the real Captain America. 
um, and show them like this is the one that's out there now. You need to go back out there, and I sort of I kind of now understood that. I kind of understood he wasn't there, but I still didn't know that he was in a fucking weird ass sentient cube. Yeah, but did you understand what had kind of happened? Kind of, but it yeah. was a very. It took a very long way to get there. Yeah. Um, cool. Is there anything else we're gonna cover in issue now? There was something actually, because this is what I mean. Scott Lang got his kind of redemption back. Um, that was it. So the wall fell, and all these heroes have been trapped. In, like. Across the pond. That's what I liked. So, um, fucking, that Captain Britain show up, which was fucking cool. Um, I thought it was Hyperion um, and fucking, I want to know where Sentry was during all this because he should have. Oh, yeah. Sentry should have had some, he could have just finished every, everyone off. Well, actually saying that, he's really dodgy well, mentally. He, so he, he just fucks off in space. He's probably hanging out with the interviews. Um, there's, I'm sure it's in this, there's a bit with, it might not have been this one actually, but Scott Lang actually says, like he comes, he does something that saves the day. And everyone's like, Scott, um, you, you did it. And he's like, well, you know, that's what I do. I come along and I fuck up majorly because of my daughter. And then I come back and save the day. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that. I yeah. was like, and that's why I like Scott Lang. It was, it parodied himself. Um, yeah, Scott Lang's a really cool character. Um, and I think that he was handled really well in this series. Nice to see him come to the forefront a little bit. Yeah, it was it was it was a better issue, definitely a better issue than some of the ones. As a, as a penultimate issue, I think it was done really well. I, yeah, I, I was quite stoked on this one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm finding it I'm finding it hard to actually say anything really negative about this. I thought, but I felt like this was needed a lot earlier, like you you touched on before. Okay, so we move on to the final issue, issue 10. Finally got there. Um, and that's got a bigger creative team than ever. On the cover, we've got like five people. Now, <laughs> just before you start issue 10, there was something I've noticed whilst, which I hadn't noticed before, whilst you've been reading them. I'm going to put the covers on the floor, right? On the floor. Do they, do they join up? Well, actually, if you look at... Is the gradient at the, at the back? No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. You look like you're doing a bit of a, a Joyce from Stranger Things here. <laughs> Just let me put all these covers of comics all over the walls and it paints out a picture. Yeah. Hold on. Watch, 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 watch. Forgive me for putting them slightly out of order. Right. Look at the top on each of them. Oh, you mean it changes from... The shield. Oh. The star in it. Now look, but if you look closely, yeah. there's tentacles coming out the star. What the fuck? Look, and they take over the star here. Yeah. Take over, fully taking over the shield, oh, full shit. on the hydra, get into there, but then it begins to crack, and on this one, the shield breaks through, and you've got it gleaming there. And That's amazing. Ten. I hadn't noticed that until I'm watching <laughs> you read them and showing it up. I was like, oh my god. That's a really interesting thing, right? Explaining this to the the listeners because this is a very visual thing we're talking about here. On the covers to every issue of Secret Empire, in between the words Secret and Empire, we have Captain America's shield, <clears throat> which starts off his old school um, 
shields. It's one from what, the original. What shape, what shape is that? Actually? That's like it's like a, it's actually like a classic shield. Yeah, classic shape. shield. So not not the circle. Pointed one. at the bottom. Yeah. A bit more flatter on the top. Like a not, crest. Yeah, not round. Yeah. So we start off with that. Um, as we get like three or four issues in, we see it start to change and look a bit odd and go a bit green in the middle. The star starts to look like the Hydra skull. And then the tentacles come out of it as and we go along. The tentacles go along the points of the star and begin to envelop it. Yeah. And then as you get into issue about issue five, you can really see that the Hydra symbol is coming out. And by issue seven, it's a shield with the Hydra symbol within <laughs> it perfectly. But in issue eight, it completely cracks. It shatters. It's shattered. But you, you can still see that. And then issue nine... It's gone, just bits of it around it, and there's a classic Captain America round Avengers shield you've always yeah. known and loved. But and then I, by issue I'm, 10, it's shining, and it is the Captain America circular shield. That's really cool. I'm so glad that you pointed that out to me. I just noticed that. <laughs> That's really cool. Awesome. Um, very clever, Marvel. Well done. <laughs> Even though we didn't catch it John, first yeah. time. <laughs> Right. Okay, so let's talk about issue ten, the final issue. We get we open up with a big splash page of Hydra Captain America in his new armor. He looks like a cross between um, a Hydra soldier and Iron Man. He's got yeah. the, the colors, the green and gold. Still got the A on his head. Still got the A on his head, and he's got a star in the middle. And he's yeah, he looks basically like a Captain America Hydra Iron Man. And he just takes everyone out. Well, he doesn't. He talks with them first. And he's like, stand down. So everyone kind of stops. And Steve opens his helmet up. And he's like having a chat to them. And saying... Because uh, he says he's, he's got, he says, he's got most of the Cosmic Cube in him. Oh yeah, I forgot about the Cosmic Cube shit. Yeah. So he's... he's yeah, that was he's almost He's like using a, it to power his suit. Yeah. He's using it to power his suit. It's in the star. Most of the cube is in there. Bar a shard. So he's trying to convince the you know the heroes yet again look what i'm doing is for the greater good you know um we can do it together just join me um and a hawkeye is just like nah fuck this he's like this is for that you son of a bitch avengers assemble yeah like a big splash page which by the way i didn't i found it a little bit underwhelming because the art was a bit art in places on that splash page like Luke Cage's head looks a bit misshapen. Let's have a look. Where's I, Luke Cage's head? Oh, oh yeah. yeah I don't know. Like, yeah, I can see why you'd be a bit disappointed it, it with that one. It's a bit underwhelming, that splash page. I feel like... No one's making that into a poster and keeping yeah, it. Yeah, no. For, for such a giant moment in the final issue where it should have been the big money shot, you know, it the art fell short for me there. It was a bit subpar. Um, and then they're obviously... All of them are fighting Hydra Cap, and he he just fucks them all up with one punch on the ground, basically, because he has the power of the cosmic cube. You know, he begins to rewrite reality. He's rewriting reality, and you see like all the um, you get a shot of him with newspaper clippings behind him, and they're basically like his version of what's happened now. Um, you know, you get the Fantastic Four. And it's Hydra astronauts return from space with strange powers. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. You know, everything's getting rewritten under Hydra rule. And you start to see it happen in the real world where, like... Um, For some reason, the Washington Monument is, like, a twisty handkerchief. 
it looks like a flump. Yeah. <laughs> like a giant flump. Um, yeah, so he's basically trying to rewrite history into, you know, Hydra being the good guys. And then uh, Captain Falcon turns up and he says, it's not over till the fat lady sings. And he is quite clever here. He decides to use the fact that there is a bit of Steve Rogers in him, the, the guy who wants to talk. So he decides to go and talk to him mm-hmm. and make him think, I'm with you on this. He kneels down and says, Hail Hydra, and passes in the last piece of the cube. And then he hands him his... And Cap asks for his shield back. Um, Cap then puts the last piece of the cosmic shield into his Iron Man star thing on his chest. Um, and then it says, but as quickly as the power came, it slipped away. Because... And then it fizzles out. Because... Scott Lang! <laughs> Scott Lang to the rescue. Yeah, this is where he says that quote. Hold on. Where is it? Is it here? Wait on a... It's, it's, I'm sure it's after... Here it is. After how bad I screwed up back of the mountain, I gotta do something to make things right. That's kind of my standard personal arc. Big mistake. Big gesture to try and fix stay, it. Stay there. Do that again, that point. Because that was a great shot. I'm going to take a picture of you doing that. What, from here? <laughs> no, where you were. Over oh, the microphone. It looked great. <laughs> what, like that? Yeah. So he says, After how badly I screwed up back at the mount, I got to do something to make things right. That's kind of my standard personal arc. Big mistake. Big gesture to try and fix it. And that's why I fucking love Scott Lang. He's quite self-aware. <laughs> and he's been used so well recently. <laughs> that's a picture for the podcast, that. A picture for a podcast. We've got a few. We've got you in your little fucking Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> mode. Yeah, so this is a really cool moment. I really liked it. You did too, by the sounds of it. Yeah. Um, and then we go back in the cube, and Steve's running to try and find Kobik. Uh, Kobik's hiding under a table. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry I messed up. I just wanted everyone to be happy. Uh, I made him because I thought Hydra was the best thing, but he wasn't. He was horrible. Um, and Steve's like, it's all right, we can we can sort this out together. And then uh, you see this big uh, Steve, and he's like Bucky, and his his Bucky's voice, and 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 he comes towards the light. He's like, go towards the light, which is, I'm still not understanding any so, of this in my head. It's fucking <laughs> so he grabs little Kobik and heads towards the light. And it looks like an alien abduction, and you see Bucky peering through there, and he grabs his hand and pulls him out. And Hydra Cap is there now, and he's like, where is it? Where's the cube? He's not happy. And then Kobik appears through the little portal, and he's like, oh, shit. So all history gets rewritten as it was. It just sweeps across everything. Which makes it look terrible, actually, because it like yeah. it rewrites it. And why would you not just rewrite it, but everything just be repaired? Yeah. You know, why would you rewrite it and still leave everything fucked up yeah, I get it it's, it's me- got to be exactly the same it's got to be you no know, we're going to leave so. things exactly how they were because you fucked up so it's all going wrong for Hydra Cap and then out pops real Cap now that's that was cool that's a nice panel yeah Cap looks like a mean motherfucker on that he's got his classic costume and on the little wings on the head little wings on the head the costume looks like the whole like chainmail Aquaman material that I don't really know what it is. Yeah, uh, it looks so cool, and um, he faces off against himself, the evil version of himself, I guess. Um, and they have a big old brawl. It's pretty cool. 
Um, you get that classic Civil War shot there. I hated that. <laughs> I was just like, you've used that once already. Don't use it again. I liked it. Oh. <laughs> and then that also, to me, implied that, well, in that case, in Civil War, Iron Man's the bad guy. But the thing about Civil War is no one's really the bad guy. No, I didn't like... Iron Man was the bad guy in no, Civil War. No, he wasn't. Well, let's not get into that. He was a sellout. <laughs> You're a dick. Right, so you get this fight scene between the two caps and it's brutal and awesome. And then we get, um, we look back and we see Mjolnir, Thor's hammer. And then it says Hydra on it, which I hadn't noticed before. I didn't even know they showed that, to be honest. So Hydra Cap tries to pick up the hammer and he can't. And he's like, shit. And they said, they've never been worthy. So then... Real Cap grabs the hammer and then it turns back. It says the writing on it, Thor. And it says a little manuscript on it. And Cap's like, here, let me try. Picks up the hammer and twats the shit out of Hydra Cap. Big double page splash. No words, no sound effects. Yeah. Just glorious art. And it looks amazing. We'd all been waiting for this moment. And it paid off, I think. Yeah. You know, he, re- he really fucked him up. Um, he throws the hammer back to Jane Foster. She catches it. She's co. Mm-hmm. And then um, everybody's like, yo, um, yeah, I think this is wrapped up pretty nicely. You've won, saved the day. Cheers, Cap. And then everyone just gets transported away to the vanishing point, uh, which Kobik has done. Uh, I think, yeah, it was, it was Kobik that did that, wasn't it? So yeah. She, so basically, they go off and do that whole... Marvel Generations one-shot spin-off thing because Marvel just like taking our money straight after an event. Um, <laughs> so yeah, everything was uh, reborn and restored into how it was and you get a double-page splash of all of Earth's mightiest heroes in all their glory. Yeah. Nice little shot. But like again, I'll say the art was slightly underwhelming on this issue for a big epic conclusion. I expected something a bit more. Mm. I would have liked um, I also a different s- artist on this. I, I didn't see as much as well of um, what's the word? Not re- repercussion, but consequence. Yeah. Like well, once I mean, he's defeated, he's defeated, and yeah. it's kind of like. Uh, yeah. So we get the epilogue. Um, we get um, Black Widow's funeral, um, and then it wraps things up with. Uh, the little kid that we see at the start of the first issue, um, he's holding a little falcon cap toy. <laughs> mm. um, so yeah, that's that's the end of Secret Empire. Or is it? Oh, is it? We get the one shot, Secret Empire, Omega. Which is basically just a one which shot. I'm glad that you got me to read that, by the way. Yeah, I mean... I think it was much more satisfying reading that than that, that last yeah, issue. Yeah, absolutely, because it does... It's It's more of a... A satisfying epilogue. Not only do we get the wonderful art back by Andrea Sorrentino, um, but it the story um, it wraps up nicely. Uh, we see evil Cap, Hydra Cap. He's uh, he's being incarcerated. We see him topless, and he has a sweet Hydra tattoo on his. Yeah, face. that was fucking sick. <laughs> it looks really cool. Although I kind of. It's one of them things, like, when they first put tattoos on the Joker in Suicide Squad, I was like, but, but when did he get that? <laughs> like, did he have time between getting arrested and going to prison to go, I'm booked in? 
I'm booked in to fucking <laughs> get... I've put, put deposit down. I wouldn't mind, but this is like a chess piece. And, <laughs> you know, I needed finishing. Look, I've only got one tentacle coloured in so far. When did he find the time to do that? But whatever. Maybe Madame Hydra did it for him. Like, maybe when he rewrote reality. He yeah. Added, he added that and, and she just missed that. But I'm but, thinking maybe um, Kobik kind of did that when she rewrote his, his history. To mark him. Yeah, put a little time Hopefully they'll clear that up maybe later, because it is a bit like, it looks cool for now, but practically it doesn't <laughs> so make sense. we get an awesome double-page splash with half and half. Yes, now they do this a lot in this. Yeah. There's plenty of parallels and half and halves, because... Half Hydra Cap, half Normal Cap. And at points, I didn't and... know if I was actually reading a genuine... Um, like, uh, is he actually talking to the bad version of himself or was he having an argument with his internal monologue mm. it was quite clever how yeah. this was written it could be looked at and broken down into different ways you know it could be a metaphor it could be a real thing happening I just love I love this all page spread because you get in, in the good side and good cap you get little rings of his shield and in those rings is all back issues of, of actual cap comics yeah like, yeah no i like that really cool but that was heralding back to that other page that you yeah. got me to describe really cool i mean yeah again i've said it loads of times when we've been talking about secret empire this art is just so good i love it i really do the the paneling choices the coloring choices um and then we yeah, it's basically the whole issue is revolving around Steve Rogers talking to Steve Rogers yeah, and but flashbacks it... of what's happened, uh, flash forwards to uh, repercussions. We get a little bit of a conversation with Beast and Emma Frost, um, and I think it's just it ties things up really nicely. We see the Punisher back to his normal self with his big, just normal skull on his on his t shirt, yeah. looking badass. Uh, he's, he's killing Hydra soldiers now. And that he's... tells me that's like a preview of these comics you should now be picking up because it looks like Luke, uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage? What? Nick Cage is uh, watching him as if in something's going to happen. Yeah. But we don't know. You'll have to pick up the Punisher comics to see yeah. what happens. Yeah. No, it's cool. Um, I really liked Amiga. I thought it was a perfect ending. So let's just do a quick summary. What were your general thoughts on Secret Empire as an event? Did you like it? I I liked it, but that's as far as I'll say. I liked it. I think I would have been pretty pissed off if I'd have bought this month by month. Although you're saying I maybe would have enjoyed it more. I think overall, I think I, w- I would have been a little bit peeved. Huh, fair enough. Um, what about if you bought it as a trade? Would you, do you think you'd... Would have been okay. Depends with... on like, the price of the trade. <laughs> um, so as as an event though, looking at it compared to others, would you say that it it ranked uh, high or low or in the middle ground? Middle ground. It's yeah. not as bad as. Um, well, let's put. Well, I'll go with. It's not as bad as World War Hulk. I read that. I know there was spin-offs for that. That I hated that. Again, not to knock the present. The thought was there, but I didn't like that. Um, but it's nowhere near as interesting as... What have I read? That was a really good crossover event. Uh, oh, Secret Wars. Yeah, I love Secret Wars. Secret Wars, Wars was yeah. really good. Yeah, Secret... no, I, I completely agree. I mean, for me, it's pretty upper middle ground. Mm. Um, I, 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 I'm basically the same as you. I, I really did enjoy it, 
but it, it fell short in a few places, I had a few gripes with it. Um, for me, as far as events go, at the top tier, you've got Civil War, you've got Secret Empire, you know, those are, those are held in high regard. No, Secret Empire, you mean um, oh, Civil, Secret, uh, Secret Wars. Secret Wars, yeah. Fucking all these fucking secrets. And I know, wars. Well, Secret Invasion. <laughs> yeah, so for me, it was, it was good, but it wasn't... Um, I don't think it'll be one that'll be looked back on at one of as one of the best events. I think the only thing like people will look back on this is like remember when Captain America turned bad yeah, and one yeah. it maybe an interesting concept that yeah. is. But if you want to read that story, we've already got it. It's called Red Sun by Mark <laughs> Miller. And Dirty DC. And this is about Marvel. This podcast. <laughs> hey, everyone thinks we're like full on Marvel heads because we like knock the DC films. Then, but I love DC. I do like like DC a lot. Um, and I just finished. I started Red Sun before reading this. Quit halfway through Red Sun. Read this. Finished Red Sun last night. Um, and. Overall, I thought the arc... It was nowhere as big as that. Um, I thought the arc was a lot more interesting. There was other characters involved. You could have had spin-offs, but they chose not to. They made it one event. I know it's an Elsewhere story, uh, um, a what-if story, but... Yeah, I feel like this could have been cut down to half the size, mm. and it still would have been just... It probably would have been better if it was half Not the to size. ruin Red Sun, which I'm not going to, but there is parts where Superman is put in much more of a position of power and has to decide things in somewhat a political way. And it's a mu- it's much more interesting sounding than that. Whereas those moments in there, it's, that's what thickens them out. Mm. And I, 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 But there's moments I'll always fondly remember. Mm, so yeah. I, like I said, that issue four was fucking amazing. And I love that. And settled a lot of stuff that I've been building yeah. up for essentially since the 1960s with yeah. the Avengers Highlights, I'd say, uh, Scott Lang's arc, mm-hmm. um, that issue with the the dinner table scene. Yeah, um, I really liked the the defenders in New York. I liked that part of it. Um, with Wilson I liked, Fisk as well. Yeah, with Wilson Fisk. Um, what else was cool in it? I liked the Black Widow Miles Morales kind of yeah, story. That yeah. was good. Just watching two very different characters yeah. that and, you would never team up together. And Black Widow's death. I thought it was a, a really good uh, scene, handled really well. Although it hints at the end that she's not dead, didn't it? Uh, hey, hold on, where's uh, that issue? Is it in that Omega one? As far as I know, <clears throat> she she is dead. She's not popped up in the comics again. Hasn't she? No. Hold on, because it says something like it shows them at, like, a, f- them at a funeral. Um, yeah, because that's definitely from... That's definitely taken from another uh, comic, that bit in there. Um, yeah, it was good. I, I, but I think the problem they had was the precedent they set by getting Captain America to turn and say, Hail Hydra. And everyone was like, oh, this is going to be mental. You know, something that I've just sort of rethought about was obviously... The scene that really hooked me in was in the free comic day issue where he picks up Thor's hammer and that means he's worthy. Well, why was he worthy? It, it does, I, I liked that. It explained because they've all gotten on their high horse and just been so blasé 
and just got so this is saving the world that he was he was so, he believed so much in what he was doing was right and fought so long for it and had come up with this perfect perfect plan and was and was he was above them all they they didn't really have the the only reason they had to fight back was to stop him mm-hmm. but if you'd sat them down and go but why do you want to stop him because he's bad why is he bad what what are you doing what are you adding to civilization right now tony stark mm-hmm. ai what are you adding to civilization mm-hmm. right now spider-man lady thor they were all really doing nothing just being heroes and what captain america coming along and doing that was meant to be him going you're all blind for the greater good i'm going to actually make the world a better place well you know what you were saying about his appearance when he took on that um the hydra uniform as captain hydra and look like he looked um, like ozymandias from watchmen hmm. that was his plan yeah that was his plan and that's hmm. why ozymandias is such an interesting character yeah. But hold on, this is it. So it is. It's in Omega. No, not to ruin it, but one of the one of the panels in here shows. I think it's Bucky going round. Um, he's just he's been the funeral. Um, so he's gone away. It just says he's gone away to mourn. He's clearly in a foreign country because it shows a military um, general trying to get gain an election. It looks like a foreign country, and then he's assassinated. And then it shows that panel there with the crosshairs on Bucky, and underneath it says, "I know it's you, Natasha." Oh, so she hmm. is alive somewhere. Oh, right. well, it, I, I must have missed that. <laughs> but it, but then, so then there was no. Was there any consequence to this, other than now Cap's got a bit of a sullied name with the general well, public? At it, the end of the day, this is why people have an issue with events, big crossover story arcs, etc. Is because when all is said and done, has it really changed anything? Has it rewritten Marvel's history as we know it? You know, a few things have happened, but not really. Like you say, it's sullied Cap's name a bit. He's got to regain the public trust back, which he does. I've been reading the new run, um, but yeah, in the in the long run, it hasn't really changed much. Certainly not on on the scale that like Secret Wars did. Yeah, you know, that really did rewrite Marvel comics history. Um, so yeah uh, that's what we thought about Secret Empire um, write in and tell us your thoughts yeah, comment on the Facebook post uh, email us talknerduk at gmail.com Is all that some, jazz can you comment on the iTunes post as well somehow well I, I, they can leave a review leave us a review on iTunes leave and, a review yeah, of our review uh, so to wrap things up let's just quickly go through uh, I've got the sales charts here for October for singles and trades and then we'll talk about what's coming out today as well. Okay, so I'm going to do the top 10 for October. These are the sales charts. So the best-selling issue for October was Dark Knight's Metal issue 3, which we'll talk about in forthcoming episodes. We're going to talk about uh, the whole DC Dark Knight's Metal run because you recently bought them all yeah. on your job. So you'll I'm, catch I'm up. Just, I've still got... Finds Red Death. There's a third printing of it coming out. It's that popular. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. It goes live in like two, tomorrow, I think. Uh, number two is Mighty Thor issue 700. I have unfortunately dropped off that after like the first trade. Um, but, I mean, you know, it, it's been great. Uh, from what I've read, it's a really good book. I used to like it. I used to like it. We, we dropped off because... 
um, the second trade was Loki telling some weird fucking old story about an old like an old Viking story it went on for like six issues and after like the third <laughs> issue I was like oh is this what fuck you <laughs> fuck well, you the art in it Dorterman is just phenomenal mm. right? he's so good uh, at number three is Amazing Spider-Man number 789 uh, by the way I just want to have a quick little chat with you about what's going on in the Spider-Man books at the moment do you care are you going to read them because there's a big, big I always find reading them but I don't oh, I don't mind plot points being told to me because he's such a big character and such a well known character like that's how I got onto Superior Spider-Man like Peter Parker I found out Peter Parker was dead and Dr. Otto Octavius was in his body about a year before I picked that up I just found it interesting well I'm going to talk to you about it because it was a big fucking deal and spoilers if you're not reading Spider-Man books at the moment but it happened in Spectacular Spider-Man, which is the Chip Zdarsky book. Uh, basically, um, the whole issue is him sat down with J. Jonah Jameson, and he's agreed to have this sit-down meal with him and interview him, basically, and find out why why he's Spider-Man, you know, and he's trying to get information from him. And it's quite a heated, um, quite a heated issue. It's quite emotional. In the end, J. Jonah Jameson breaks down. And, and tells him why he's trying to he's been trying to destroy his reputation all these years he's lost his family he's a broken man and he blames a masked killer um, well because that's who killed his family so he he, he kind of blames masked vigilantes he's got, as a whole. he's got a thing against masked vigilantes and he he's basically you know you never see J. Jonah Jameson cry and he cries in this issue and it's quite disturbing actually and then um, Spider-Man, he obviously takes pity on him and, and says, no, you've, you've got a friend in me, takes off his mask, I'm Peter Parker. And reveals and himself. And he reveals himself to J. Jonah Jameson, who he now knows that he is Peter Parker, which is quite a big thing. And how did he react? Was he just like... <gasps> he was like, holy shit. <coughs> but then um, it got interrupted, of course, oh. because... Um, J. Jonah Jameson, who now writes a blog, because he's not in the newspapers yeah, anymore, yeah. he tipped off um, that Spider-Man was going to be there, and so his apartment got busted into, and Spider-Man had to make a quick exit. So, yeah. <coughs> so that's what's happening right, Spider-Man. Okay. So J. Jonah Jameson now knows Spider-Man's identity. Again. Again, that's that's Civil, Civil War. War. <laughs> but that was funny in Civil War, where he just like faints. Yeah, <laughs> and I can't just falls off his chair. I don't even know how that got rewritten. How did that get written? Well, Do- Doctor Strange um, uh, wiped everybody's memory, basically. Of the what? Of what? Of, of just that of Peter Parker's. Oh right. Yeah. Oh dear, the Superman. So, carrying on with the chart, and number four was Batman issue thirty-two. Number five is Batman issue thirty-three. Number six, Despicable Deadpool, number 287. Of course, the legacy renumbering bullshit. Uh, number seven, Batman the Drowned. Number eight, Batman Dawnbreaker. Number nine, Batman the Merciless. Mm-hmm. Number ten, Batman White Knight, which has been fantastic. Um, yeah, and that's it. So all, all those Batman books that we're talking about, Bar White Knight, are all the one-shot tie-ins to Metal. Which again, as I mentioned, we'll cover on maybe the next episode. We'll do a metal, a yeah. metal episode. So let's move on to the trades. Do the top ten there. So I mean, DC dominated October. 
you know, it was Halloween month and it was all those scary bat books and everyone mm. loved it. You know, they're killing it DC at the moment. At number one for the trade chart is Walking Dead, Here's Negan, the hardcover, which uh, was is a collected edition of everything that was at the back of that Image Plus zine thing, like another Walking Dead spin-off. Number two is Batman Flash the Button, the deluxe edition hardcover, which we covered on our last episode or yeah. the before it. Uh, so if you want to hear us talk about the button, then download that one if you haven't already. Um, I think it was called Who Watches the Button, because we talked about Watchmen in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who Watches the Button. Yeah. Um, at number three was Seven to Eternity, Volume 2 from Image. I've never even heard of that. Number four is Rap Queens Volume 4, High Fantasies. Number five, Super Sons Volume 1, When I Grow Up. Super Sons has been really good. The art in that's fantastic. It's basically about Damian Wayne, mm. Jonathan Kent, and just them being best friends <laughs> and messing up with, uh, messing some shit up. It's fun. Uh, number six is I Hate Fairyland Volume 3, Good Girl. Uh, that's the Scotty Young image title. That's a really fun book. Number seven is Redneck Volume 1, Deep in the Heart. That's from Image. Number eight is Star Wars Screaming Citadel from Marvel. Number nine is Batman Detective Comics Volume 3. And number ten is Low Volume 4. So, again, you know, Image kind of dominated the trade chart, mm-hmm. as they do. So that's the chart for October. Let's take a little look at the comics that are coming out today on Wednesday the 29th of November 2017 from Aftershock Comics Dark Arc number 3 Fujitsu number 3 Archie Comics putting out Archie Comics Double Digest number 284 Boom Studios putting out Heavy Vinyl 4 of 4 and Jim Henson's Labyrinth 2017 special number 1 Dark Horse Comics are putting out BPRD The Devil You Know number 4 DC Comics are putting out Aquaman Annual number 1 Batman Annual number 2 I'll be picking up Batman Creature of the Night number one of four now this is a title that I didn't even know was coming out just have a quick look at this written by Kurt Busiek and illustrated by John Paul Leon let me just read the synopsis to that young Bruce Wainwright lost his parents in a violent crime and in the real world no superheroes exist to save the day but as grief and rage build inside Bruce until he feels he can't keep it inside anymore something strange starts taking wing in Gotham Knight perhaps Bruce's grief isn't inside him after all modern masters Kurt Busiek and John Paul Leon unite for the spiritual companion to the beloved Superman secret identity putting a new spin like you've never seen before on the legend of Batman and the dark emotions that drive him so this sounds like an, an Elseworlds tale right very odd which I literally just picked up Gotham by Gaslight hmm. uh, on Black Friday that arrived I'll, I'll read it because it's Batman yeah. <laughs> you know okay so they're putting out Green Annual Annual number one Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number 33 Injustice 2 Annual number one Justice League of America Annual number one Mystic U number one of three New Talent Showcase 2017 number one and Super Sons Annual number one so it's just a bunch of annuals from DC it's that time of year where it's like a really light week and they're just throwing annuals out uh, Dynamite Entertainment are putting out Betty Page number 5 John Wick number 1 of 5 Justice Inc. The Avenger Faces of Justice number 4 of 4 how is that allowed? there's Justice and Avengers in that yeah. 
Vampirella number eight, IDW Publishing are putting out Atomic Robo and the Spectre of Tomorrow number two, G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero number 246, Giant Killers number zero, Powerpuff Girls, The Bureau of Bad number one of three, <laughs> Rom vs. Transformers, Shining Armor five of five, Star Trek, Boldly Go number 14, Star Trek Discovery number one, Sword of Ages number one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters number two, number five, uh, Transformers Lost Light number 11, Uncle Scrooge number 32, and X-Files JFK Disclosure number two of two. Image Comics are putting out Beauty number 17, Black Magic number nine, Hack Slash Resurrection number two, Image Plus Volume two number four, and that's part four in the Witch's Bad Egg story, mm. uh, which I really need to read, but I'll pick up in trade. Kill Be Killed, number 14. Lazarus X, plus 66, number 5 of 6. Manifest Destiny, number 32. Motor Crush, number 8. Renato Jones, season 2, number 5 of 5. Sacred Creatures, number 5. Spawn, number 280. Spy Seal, number 4. Improper Books, that's our boy Chris Wildgoose. He's putting out Mulp. Mulp. I've just spat all over my phone screen. <laughs> let me, let my, me read this. Mrs. Properly. reads that. Uh, mulp. It's called Mulp. It's about it's a it's Mulp. A, it's a mouse Scepter ba- of the sun. It's a mouse four or five. It's a mouse based pulp comic. It's a mulp. Right. It's good. Mrs. likes it. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, I'm just having a little look at the cover. It's out of stock. It must be selling well. It is selling well. She's buying them all. Huh. That's cool. Uh, right. Marvel Comics putting out America number nine. Num- Dark Hawk number 51. Jean Grey number nine. Moon Knight number 189. Mm-hmm. Old Man Logan number 31. Secret Warriors number nine. Spider Gwen number 26. Star Wars Jedi of the Republic Mace Windu number four or five. Star Wars Poe Dameron number 21 US Avengers number 12 Venom number 158 and X-Men Blue number 16 Only Press are putting out Heartthrob season 2 number 5 Kaiju Max season 3 number 5 Knights Dominion season 2 number 4 Rick and Morty number 32 Titan Publishing are putting out Captain Kronos number 3 Doctor Who the 11th Doctor Year 3 number 12 Quarries War number one, Star Wars Insider number one seven seven, and finally Valiant are putting out Eternity number two of four and War Mother number four. So it's quite a light week, yeah. Which I'm happy about because uh, it's coming up to Christmas. And I need to save some money, <laughs> so yeah, so, I'll probably just be getting that Batman annual. Breaking news! Breaking news! As we've just wrapped up talking about what comics are coming out today. The Avengers Infinity War trailer has just dropped. So, as a little special end to this episode, me and Jub are going to watch the Avengers Infinity War trailer together and record our reaction and initial thoughts. So, here we go. Let's watch it. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles. The 
People are gonna die. Oh no, I'm not ready. I don't want. I don't want it to come out. Captain America and Iron Man are gonna die. Calling it now. I know. It's gonna change everything. Oh god, no. I've. This isn't like other films, like where, like when they debated should Han Solo die in Return of the Jedi. Like it had been like three films. Like this is gonna be like the twentieth film, and I'm not ready for these characters to die. I've gotten so (laughs) attached to them. But Iron Man doesn't look like he's going to be able to hack this at all. No. It looks very dark from that trailer. It looks very fucking so dark. It looks like it's just like they're all going about the day. For some reason, Hulk has fallen. Well, Bruce Banner has appeared in the Sanctum Sanctorum. And like strangers are like going, what the fuck is with you? What are you doing here? And Tony Stark's there for some reason. And then all of a sudden, Thanos just appears. Because like, it showed Peter Parker's yeah. like, just on his way to school. Yeah. Iron Man just... His, 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 Tony Stark walks into the street going, what is that? And it looked like someone from um, Stargate. Yeah. Big giant... I sw- thought it looked like one of those roller coasters. You know, the ones that like swing back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> and Thor's there trying to hold it together. Yeah. And then it looks like, well, Cap and Black... I, I think this is where the, he's going to have an advantage. Because, yeah, the Avengers are split... They're on two different sides. They're in Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're on in New York. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the big issue. Oh, but they... That's the big issue. <laughs> that, oh, <that's>, oh. <laughs> you said you worried about me coming. Oh, you, you no, know, just you mentioning that part with, with with Cap and Black Widow, and they're in like Wakanda, and and that like epic scene where they're just running towards each Can other I, and like Black Panther oh my god and it's like get this man a shield oh that looks incredible 
There's going to be two different yeah. battles going on. This yeah, is going to be very yeah, yeah. comic booky. Yeah. It looks amazing. And Spider-Man's suit. That oh. looks... <laughs> as soon as oh. you saw that. So good. <laughs> I can't wait for this, man. It's going to be so good. Do we watch it one more time? Yes, yeah, let's watch it again. Watch it, watch it all the time. We'll just we'll talk through it. One thing that I just want to point out is um, the first thing that we looked at each other and we were just like, what the fuck? Was when uh, Vision was like, he looks human. Human? Uh, he's doing a, a Norrin rap there in the Silver Surfer comics. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. He can silver down and yeah. look like a normal person. Uh, but did it give too much away? Because we see him prizing the Infinity Gem out of Vision's forehead. And putting it in his Infinity Gauntlet. But we knew, I knew that would yeah, happen. Yeah, we knew it He's happened. got to hold... The whole point of infi- the Infinity Gauntlet is that Thanos does get that power. And it, it happens in any story arc. The bad guy has to get what they're wanting. Yeah. Otherwise, so it's just that in, scene. I just feel like they could have held that back, that actual I, scene right uh, after. I don't know. I, I think it kind of gave you an element of, this is going to be fucking dark. So hold on. So it begins with loads of explosions. You see? Yeah. And the Samuel L. Jackson together, a group of remarkable people. monologues. He's, he's fallen into the Sanctum Sanctorum. To see if we could become something more. So they're a couple now, mm-hmm. Vision and Scarlet Witch. they needed us, we could fight the battles. Now, is that Wakanda? Yeah, it looks like it. So they've made it to Wakanda. And that does show that they must go to... I don't know. It's purely speculative, obviously. And then you've got the much better Marvel Studios beginning thing than Which, the... by the way, DC have totally, totally ripped cut, up. And in a terrible yeah. way. <laughs> oh, I love that. The spider sense in his arms. He's got his spider sense, finally. Yeah, the hairs on his arms stand up, and that's to indicate spider sense. That's a nice touch. Now, look, whatever that is, it's appeared and destroyed shit tons. Yeah. Loki being the dickhead. Oh, Thanos looks so good. Yeah, he looks. That's how you do CGI. DC. Yeah, not stepping. He looks real. Shit. Yeah. Oh, look at Spider-Man. He looks amazing. His glowing eyes. I'm looking like Panther. Like yeah. Maybe a cap with a beard. Hulkbuster turning up, kind of. Strangely, our forefront. Now, these must contain these aliens, these things dropping yeah. down. And there we go, we see Thanos taking the. No, see, he puts a blue one in. So he, we haven't oh, seen oh, Ah, yeah. so they haven't played that card. This is yellow, isn't it? Yeah. Bucky's back. Yeah. Which I'm happy. Oh, and then we get Falcon. That epic fight scene on Wakanda. Look at that. Oh, oh, look at War the car! Machine. War Machine's back! <laughs> yeah. War Machine! Oh. War Machine! Mate, this is gonna be. Lit J will be. Mr. Leal, if you're listening <laughs> to this, you'll be so happy War Machine's back. <laughs> Who the hell are you guys? And we knew that was coming yeah. anyway. Well, we saw the, the way that Thor meets the Guardians in the Comic Con trailer. Yeah. But the. Uh, Do you see that was definitely Teenage Groot? Yeah, it was Teenage Groot, yeah. So, Teenage Groot to... <laughs> teenage Groot to Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Awesome. I'm stoked on that. Really exciting to see what's to come. Shit's going to get real. The whole thing is going to be... the whole. It's a game changer. Yeah. 
really is. I think this could make DC just go, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> just fuck it. Flip the table and go, oh, come on, guys. Yeah, we're, we're out. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. What's that? You want to do a Joker Origins movie? Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for listening, uh, everybody. And thanks for sticking with us. We know this was a, a hefty one. We really dive deep into Secret Empire. But we hope you've enjoyed our coverage of the event. And um, yeah, tune in next time when we'll be talking about the Dark Knight's Metal event from DC. Um, please rate and review us on iTunes and share the posts and all that jazz. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at UK. You can follow me personally on Instagram and Twitter as well. Instagram, Chris J. Wakefield. Twitter, Chris Wakefield Zero. What about you, Jub? Where can everyone find you? You can find me at ProJub or at JBDirtStar uh, on both Twitter and Instagram in that order. Um, but, I, yeah, I mainly post on the Facebook page at the UK, and I mostly blog as well. Yeah, more importantly, check out our website. That's talknerdy.uk. We've got everything on there. We've got comic reviews, movie reviews. Uh, I do our comic picks of the week. I just blog about nerdy shit. Yeah, we've, we've got all the latest trailers on there too, so if you want to check out the Infinity War trailer, it's on there right now. Um, yeah, so... Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time. Keep talking nerdy. Peace. Chris is coming. <laughs>